What's up, everybody? This is Ryan with a quick update over on Patreon. All throughout the month of March, we're doing another one of our Patreon Picks polls. So any patron at the $1 tier or higher can vote on a movie that we will review. Patrons get early access to these episodes before they hit the main feed. And this month, we want you to help us decide what was the best way to scar a kid in the 80s. So we got four movies to pick from that you can vote on. We have Labyrinth, Legend, The Dark Crystal, and The NeverEnding Story. Also, in case you haven't noticed, the episode's hitting the feed. We're doing quick 15-minute instant reactions to each episode of The Mandalorian Season 3. We put 15 minutes on the clock and give our unfiltered thoughts each week. So if you're watching Season 3 of Mando, definitely check those out. And look forward to our full review of The Mandalorian Season 3 after it wraps. Alrighty, that does it. On to our review of Creed 2. I really didn't like the movie. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Hot I'll, take. Week start. It needs to be realistic. That's what I expect from Rocky. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> but I was totally disappointed. You know, the documentary, Rocky. Yeah, that moment when Stallone showed up with a spaceship and was like, <laughs> suck on this drug. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Creed defeating that big guy is a total joke. It doesn't suit him, ruining the Rocky legacy. Oh, man. They're both <laughs> huge dudes. Get it doesn't suit him? Don't waste your time watching this. Was a very slow, predictable watch. My friend was the lucky one. He fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he died in the middle of it. <laughs> he passed away before we could watch this. That was a one-star review from IMDb. there and welcome to spoilers intended a podcast about series and films i'm your host andrew joined as always by ryan what's up and steven greetings and salutations this week we are discussing the second film in the creed franchise aptly named creed 2 it's like they <laughs> it figured a, out how numbers were it was a stretch for a title i don't know uh, how they got there oddly enough this is also the eighth film in the rocky franchise for those counting uh, yep. just the rocky uh cinematic, cinematic universe, universe. Yeah. Yeah. rcu the rcu <laughs> Uh, however, before we do get started um, and, you know, get into the ring and throw some opinions around. Oh, oh, <laughs> wow. Dodging these puns over yeah. here. Uh, I want to talk about some other inspirational films or TV series. Doesn't mm -hmm. have to revolve around sports. Yeah. Um, but mine will. But they are going to but, revolve but, around sports. Yeah, they sports. were probably going to revolve yeah. around sports unless sure. you're Ryan. I don't know. Mine is not. <laughs> you can start. Okay. Oh, Mine is probably the most left field one here. Okay. okay. So Sports buckle up. Let's We're go. going on a journey. Get in the car. Trust me. Whoa. I'm going to turn before we go. Does off the, the van have candy? <laughs> All the candy, little boys. Okay. Here we go. Wow. Whoa. You're both little boys. Okay. 1992. A movie came out. Richie Rich. <laughs> it inspired me to become rich. I'm still working on it. No. Uh, 1992. El Mariachi from Robert Rodriguez. Okay. If you're familiar yeah. with the we film, are super left field here. Now, if yeah. you're familiar with the uh, Mexico trilogy, he did El Mariachi, then Desperado in the yep. 90s. Yeah, yeah. And then, that, that's with Antonio Banderas, right? Uh, Desperado. 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 Yeah. So Desperado yeah. and uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico yeah. both have Antonio Banderas playing the same character that's in El Mariachi, but that's before they had Banderas on the Yeah, mm -hmm. right. So the reason El Mariachi is inspiring to me is <laughs> way out left field, right? It's less about the movie itself. Okay. And more about the production of the movie. The editing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I saw this movie in college. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, a decade or, you know, so after it had come out. 
And I didn't even know there was a prequel to Desperado. Because I loved Desperado when it came out in the 90s. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, this I is mean, great. it's ridiculous. It's fun. Right, yeah. It's it's a fun movie. But and it's, I think the first movie I saw Antonio Banderas in was Desperado. Desperado, Desperado has yeah. the shootout in the church. Yes. And he, yes. that's what the um, the guitar gun. Yes. Yeah, yes. Or, well, the case. The guitar yeah, case, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they do a lot. Like, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, I don't like as much. It's a little too over the top. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. you know, was later in Rodriguez's career, and he had kind of— in my opinion, started on the down. He jumped. <laughs> he jumped well, the Rodriguez he, then shark. He went, then he went straight to you know Spy Kids. Right. It was like and the book that of Boba Fett. Yeah. So now Whoa. we're back. We're back in pre Desperado. <laughs> right? Yeah. So he made El Mariachi, and I was like, I had never even heard of this. So I, I I rented it, started watching it, and it's extremely low budget. There's yes. no big name actors in it, at least at the time. There's a couple that have gone on. Yeah. To do yeah. Something, but at the time, and it was all in Spanish. It was definitely a like made for. VHS type mm. movie. This was not like a, a theatrical release. To my knowledge, it could have had like a small one in Mexico, but it was not like an international hit, right? Yeah. Right. But it got popular at, I think, Sundance or one of the festivals. Mm-hmm. Somehow it, it got at one of those, caught the eye of like yeah, Quentin Tarantino, yeah, kinda... a few other people, mm-hmm. and they connected him with people at Miramax yeah. or uh, Dimension Films, I think, at the time, mm-hmm. which then led to Desperado. The, yeah, the other two. Et cetera, yeah. et cetera, right? So this movie was made on just a shoestring budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what inspired me, this is basically, this movie is why I have my career, basically. So always, always a good place making to Making low-budget movies? Yeah, yeah, well, I watched it, and I realized, because I saw the behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. on the DVD of, like, how he didn't have a dolly, so he just sat in a wheelchair, and a person pushed him with the camera. <laughs> yep. They didn't have a crane, so he just crawled up on a ladder, and some dudes spun him around. Like I mean, that's, Jackie that's Chan what you got to do. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, that's it was, Jackie it's Chan very style. Hong Kong. Very, yeah. like, Dome super, school. but he, he, he wrote a book about the experience, mm-hmm. and it's called Rebel Without a Crew. And yeah. I bought that book right after I watched this and just read through it. And it basically goes through and it details every scene, how he did it. There's all sorts of filmmaking techniques. And he basically did it with just him and a camera. Yeah. And like one guy running sound, like just a, a ragtag group of whatever. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize, oh, you don't have to have like a production crew to make no. little It just makes movies. it easier. Yeah. yeah. I, at that time in college, I had made two short films already with like mm-hmm. roommates and stuff. But I got so many ideas from yeah. this movie about like it's like oh I can do it that way. I never even thought about doing a shot like this or getting. Yeah. I, I bought a broken wheelchair from Goodwill that didn't have the uh, the foot. <laughs> it didn't um, have a wheel footrest. No, it had the yeah. wheels. <laughs> the wheels I, were important for this. And I used it to made make a short film that nice. was started off. It was a spoof of El Mariachi. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> it was called Dance with the Devil, and it was about a uh, a dancer instead of a guitar player. Yeah, yeah. And it was originally going to be like an airplane style spoof of El Mariachi shot for shot then it grew into its own thing it changed I put that together and that is what I used for my demo reel to get my first job at a TV station was I sent Mm. that movie on a whim they had like a commercial production uh, position available and my aunt was like you should apply I was like I don't have a demo reel I don't I didn't go to school for this I went to school for marketing so she's like send your movie and I'm like listen this was like me and my cousins and my brother and friends like having fun <laughs> in the backyard and like you know this isn't gonna. But, but I, I mean, sometimes it. that's the best kind, right? Yeah. I sent it. The guy that hired me, it's it was like forty five minutes long. Yeah, like it they got watch way every blown. minute of it. He watched it three times before I had my interview. Wow, oh, wow. he loved this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so he brought me in, and then that's how I got my first job in TV. And then you know, ever yeah, since then, then, yeah, been working great. in production and you know, video shooting and editing ever since. So yeah. El Mariachi <laughs> inspired me that I can make movies, and then that led to me having, like, the job I have today, which is 
to me, crazy because it's not like an inspiring sports story. It's not like I like I'm gonna become a mariachi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, it's the 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 background of it. Yeah, Yeah. but I mean, you know, inspiration comes in all forms and fashions, and it's you know, it's it's really, uh, you know, sometimes you don't think it's going to like strike you as much as it does, Mm -hmm. and then you're just like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Like, and then you know, you either want to go work out or you want to go punch things. I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. You know, whatever. Whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. And you know, I think it's really important that um, media is a really strong part in that because yeah, a lot of times you know, if you're you know just in your daily life and then you get to kind of escape a little bit into a different story. And that can actually like add more to your life in some you know meaningful yeah. way. I think that's really important. Yeah, it was wild. Like, I finished watching the movie and I wrote the script that night for my spoof. Like, yeah, just went to it. Like, <laughs> just, like, like the ideas were just flowing. And then like I got that book and saw how he did. It. I was like, I'm doing this this summer as soon as I graduate. And then that's yeah. what I did. Yeah, nice. Hmm. Steven, what about you? Okay, well, I'm I'm gonna reel this back in. <laughs> reel it back in. Reel it back in. We're only gonna go. We're gonna go to 1993. Oh, wow. That's years away from 92. Yeah, we're just going to just a little slight bump here. Yeah. Jurassic Park, you wanted to become a... Uh, <laughs> a T-Rex. A T-Rex, <laughs> yeah. I sharpened uh, my little, teeth. Little, little short arms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I, I stuck with sports here. Uh, I went the cool runnings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I want I wanted to become a Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah. That's yeah, what I wanted. There you go, yeah. You probably have a better chance of becoming a T-Rex. <laughs> 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 well, you get those little inflatable uh, costumes, right? And you just run around. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. yeah, Easy. Yeah. It's like 15 bucks at Walmart. Yeah. Oh, inflation, probably 25. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, this is this is an incredible movie. And I think what really sticks out to me from it as a sports movie yeah. is the vast majority of sports movies revolve around the idea of winning. Yeah. You know, we're going to win yeah. the championship, the pennant, the series, whatever it mm-hmm. is. And that's, that's the end result. You yeah. Know? boxing you're the world champion right? yeah every basically every rocky movie is revolves around that concept yeah. right uh and this one doesn't because in the the perfect world ending of this you're the home with the gold medal and yeah obviously that's that's not how this ends yeah but they find their identity and kind of their sense of self in the process yeah and there's a quote in there that's really stood out and kind of stuck with me since i've seen it and since i've rewatched it i don't even know how many times where uh john care john candy irv is talking to uh, uh, it's not Yule Brenner. That's not that's the big dude. I can't remember his name, but the the guy who's the, kind of the team captain. Right? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, but because he got thrown out for cheating. He's like, well, coach, why did you cheat? You know, you'd already won once, and you're top of the world. And he's like, you know, if you're not enough without it, you will never be enough with it. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen that on YouTube. That just that clip. Just like, have you not yeah. seen the movie? I've seen the movie. But oh, it's I was about been, to say, okay, yeah, it's gonna be in trouble oh, yeah, here. No. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I haven't watched it since the '90s, probably. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a long time for me. It's but, absolutely yeah. worth a rewatch. It's still a great film, and I think it's it's one of those perfect balances of comedy, drama, you know, good message. All yeah. all these things kind of come together to you know make some magic. It's on Disney Plus, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Disney. Yeah, and yeah, it's just it's just a great film. And you know, I think that that quote and just kind of those the circumstances of the movie kind of stick with me and the idea of you know at the end of the day you're like you know Ricky Bobby you know, if you're not first you're last well everybody <laughs> not the everybody inspirational quote of all yeah, time <laughs> not everybody is going to finish first so it's a question of well what do you find in the sport well Ricky you could be second, second you could be third, third. <laughs> hell you could even be fourth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I was probably high. <laughs> I was actually wondering if that was going to be you. No, uh, <laughs> mine is Ricky Bob, Talladega Night. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's mine. Yeah, you know, throw that down there. I don't have you know. It didn't create my career. 
Yeah. No, but it inspired your life. That's bigger. yeah, it, it well, inspired my life. I realized <laughs> I'm never gonna be first. <laughs> right. I, You're not first I, got, I gotta find some way to accept something else about me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the first time the the first episode we did um, for Creed, I mentioned um, basically a boxing anime called Megalobox. Mm-hmm. And but in in passing, I also mentioned another one called The Fighting Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back to boxing, and we then go. we're gonna move on into Creed two. Yeah. And um, so The Fighting Spirit was a manga that was started in 1989. Okay. And that Ooh. basically makes it, and it's still going. So oh, that basically wow. makes it wow. one of the One the Piece, ninth. is this you? Uh, so One Piece is actually the 23rd longest running manga of all time. This is the ninth. Wow. This has now, 136 this, volumes. I was just going to say, is this in terms of volumes or in terms of the, the, how long it's been around? Time. Uh, yeah. It's just total time. Time, just, okay. just because, like, it's still been consistently going. Right, yeah. It's had consistent releases. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, so it also came out with they also came out with an anime in 2000 done by Studio Madhouse, which is how I was introduced to it. Which I mean, already off to a good start with that studio. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it follows the story um, of high school student Makinochi Ippo uh, as he begins his career in boxing and over time obtains many titles and defeats various opponents. Incredibly generic. It's a shonen show. Yeah, like uh, monster of the week. But yeah, it's monster of the week. Yeah, boxer of the week. You know, each boxer has um, very exaggerated styles. Is this Mike Tyson's yeah. Punch Out? But the anime? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. And um, the the show itself, the the first season, which is seventy five episodes, so it's relatively long, uh, is just an incredible inspiration of basically this bullied high school um, kid that had no inspiration to be, or no aspirations to basically be anything but just essentially be a fisherman, um, which was the family business. And then uh, he basically gets, uh, he meets um, one of the guys that is basically trying to become the world champion for heavyweight boxing. Mm -hmm. And uh, he gets inspired to at least try it out. And he finds out he has a pretty good talent for it because he has been, you know, working as a fisherman for a long time, so he has a really strong back, good Got arms. Got that, that wiry strength. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty standard for your shonen protagonist. Mm. And, um, you know, the the show just follows pretty standard, like, shonen beats of, like, you know, he, he gets introduced to this new hobby, and then, you know, he finds out he's good at it, and then he, you know, fights various opponents in different tournaments and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, so it was like the last season dealing with like his terminal brain damage. And... <laughs> well, so they, they do. They <laughs> Just cover, curious. They cover a lot of like like really um, real things with that happen to boxers of like if you diet too too hard right, or, you yeah. know, you try and condition too much or whatever. And um, the whole show is is one great. But the thing that really inspires me about it is being – someone that you know i've never really been like i used to run track in high school right Mm -hmm. but i've never wanted to like do sports i don't really find interest in in like football or anything like that yeah and this was the first time that i watched a show that really hit me just with like oh man like this is something that i could do in my free time like i don't have to have equipment i don't have to have Mm -hmm. you know i can i can go shadow box i can go running i can you know, do push-ups and sit-ups and that kind of Get thing. Like yeah. a cheap jump rope. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it really kind of stuck with me just because, like, you kind of, you're kind of along the ride with him as he's going through, like, this whole transformation as a character. And by the time you get to the end of it, you know, you're, you're cheering for him and you want him yeah. to win. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he does. But um, so does, yeah, does the anime tell like a complete story? Even yeah, though much. I assume it happened in the middle of the manga run. Yeah, the manga's still going, and there's you know he's obviously gone to 
different things, you know, probably world champion. Is he like boxing on the moon now? Or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's always happens when you have these really, really long running stories where it starts out. I've got to like, punch the this sun. Is, this is high school <laughs> and, you know, it's really basic. And they're like, well, we need to extend this for the, the 13th run of this. We've been doing this forever. It's like, yeah. well, at this yeah. point, just aliens are invading and the only way to beat them is you punch them, you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, since, because of watching that show, I've, um, I took uh, basically boxing one-on-one uh, lessons for years, mm-hmm. and you know I have the whole boxing gym basically in my basement now. Yeah, and uh, I'm not I'm not a boxer. I, I've you, never. No, no, you heard it here first. If you meet Andrew in person, line up to spar. Put up your. <laughs> He's dinner. always down for a sparring Queensbury session. rules. <laughs> but it's it definitely has um, like after watching this show, it really inspired me yeah. to just become more active. I'm not going to yeah. say like I'm a peak physical condition, but <laughs> this is what the perfect. <laughs> looks like. Yeah. It, it really is just to, to try and, you know, be active and try and do something yeah. every day a little bit. And, um, you know, it's just, just a really fulfilling kind of thing. And, you know, it's just because of this anime, the only reason why I was interested in it so at all. You had seen the Rocky movies before. Yeah, this of anime, course. And they didn't do it. But no. you saw this anime and you're like, it's time. Yeah, pretty much. He's, well, not, he's not here for, you know, Italian man punches meat in a freezer. He's here right. for Japanese dude. So I'll definitely say this when I, I don't had, know, punches cicadas <laughs> off a tree. I don't know. What do you do in Japan? Uh, punches cicadas off a tree. Well, <laughs> punch. So when I watch I Rocky. I that's an episode. Uh, when I watched the Rocky films when I was younger, it's the finale, <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> the final boss of sorry Japanese summers. Andrew, wow. you, have the, you have the floor. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I just never was like I liked the Rocky films, but yeah. it never really hit me because I don't think I was old enough to really understand, like because like. When you're in high school and stuff, you're you're kind of already like at your peak physical condition <laughs> by default. Yeah, as good as it gets. Yeah, just because yeah. you're and you don't you're, realize it and you waste it like me. What? Yeah, like then you go to college and then you know you gain weight. And whatever. Beer, yeah. beer becomes a thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then, like after that, you know, you you know, you see these other you know kind of shows that like inspire. It's like wow, like you know, they could they they could do this. You know, even if it's a fictional character, like it's still possible for me, kind of thing. Yeah, and. um yeah, I don't know. It just it just hits it just, the right it right hit the right moment, and yeah. you're just like, let's go. Yeah, cool. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll move on to uh, talking about Creed two. Right, we've gone full circle. We went away from sports, back, yeah, to, back sports, to sports, back to boxing, back to Creed. Yep. Uh, all right. So Creed two is the obviously the second film in the Creed franchise. It'd be a wild if it was the third. Third. So here we go. Here is a quick synopsis. In 1985, Russian boxer Ivan Drago killed former U.S. champion Apollo Creed in a tragic match. This is Rocky IV just all over again? Yeah. Uh, well, no, this is this is the synopsis. I know, yeah, I know. It's just, it uh, against the wishes of, <laughs> of trainer Rocky Balboa, Apollo's son, Adonis Johnson, accepts a challenge from Drago's son, another dangerous fighter. Under the guidance from Rocky, Adonis trains for the showdown of his life, a date with destiny that soon becomes his obsession. Now Johnson and Balboa must confront their shared legacy as past comes back to haunt each man. So give me some chills over here. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty uh, good. Yeah. So basically this is a, essentially a direct um, thing. If you're familiar with Rocky four, which was a, an absurdly ridiculous film. Mm-hmm. It's great. We solved, we solved the cold war through boxing. Yep. Got him. There's, there's a great um, spoof 30 for 30. Oh yeah. Uh, for, Rocky Four that you That's can go watch. That's also great, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so Creed Two, directed by Stephen Capel Jr. Capel? Capel. I think Capel. Capel. Yeah, Capel. Uh, yes. Whatever. Stephen ah. Capel Jr., so not 
um, the original director for Creed. Which is Ryan Coogler. Yes. Which that makes yeah. sense because there's some things that's going to bring up. But yeah. yeah. So in Ryan Coogler, the reason why he did not direct this one, he was in talks to do it, mm-hmm. but he was busy with Black Panther. Yeah, because he did right, yeah. Fruitvale Station with Michael B. Jordan yep. before he did the first Creed. Yep. And then, yeah, I would imagine he was Well, then in him, between. him and Michael B. Jordan were both very busy for Black Panther, so this movie was pushed back to 2018, mm. and then um, he was still busy with other stuff, so he couldn't do it. Got so it. Stephen Capel Jr. took it over, starring Michael B. Jordan, Sylvester Stallone, Tessa Thompson, Wood Harris, um, Facilia Rashad? I was like, good luck. Felicia Rashad. Felicia Rashad, there we go. She uh, was Claire Huxtable on uh, The Cosby Show. Dolph Lundgren and Florian Muntineau. I figured he was going for, like, Victor's actor's name there, which was, I said, good luck, not, <laughs> not you know. Uh, so the music was done by Ludwig Gorenson. Mm-hmm. So same one who did Creed, also so, Mandalorian. He's so hot these days, man. He is. Well, back in 2018. But he's been everywhere, yeah. honestly. Yeah, he's been yeah. a lot of stuff. Uh, had a budget of $50 million and it made a box office take of $214 million. So, so probably, probably, successful. Yeah. probably made their money back on that one. Yeah, just a Definitely. Bit. Yeah, so... This is, you know, obviously the second one in the in the franchise for for career, or the I'll say the reboot for the Rocky franchise, and um, I like how it's the sequel to Creed, but it's also the the sequel to Rocky Four. It same is, time. yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's an interesting film. I'm curious what you guys think about it. Yeah, why don't you pick it up? Oh, it's on me. All right, well, <laughs> I will pick it up. I, I enjoyed it. I liked this angle. I liked the approach they took to this story, and kind of the way they flipped. The story of Rocky IV the on its head. Yeah, they did. I didn't want to say that, but but they kind of. I well, did. Took, they took Enjoy. the opposite approach. I'll get down in the mud, says Andrew. <laughs> Stand by. Let me wallow in it. Yeah. They they took the opposite approach of Rocky IV, where you had kind of Rocky was you know, working his way up, you know, kind of yeah. unorthodox training, versus uh, Ivan Drago, Ivan Drago, who's just who is like pure science, muscle, and whatever. Yeah, like he's like a cybernetic human. Or yeah. Something. Like, Barely human the 80s in that movie. Were wild. Oh I my love gosh. that movie so much. <laughs> Both training montages are so good. Fantastic. Yeah. But then they kind of flip it where it's it's Victor, you know, Drago's son, who's really the the scrappy underdog, you know, yeah. borderline punching meat in a freezer mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know, trying to punch his way up. They yeah. can't afford meat. <laughs> they can't afford it's it's, it's the Ukraine. They can't I'll afford chase it. Chase you yeah. in a car is like yeah. the best we got for you. And that's just that was cross country. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that happened a lot. Uh yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I I think it lacked some of the oomph that the original Creed had. Yeah, I think the the difference with the director yeah, made a big I, difference I, here. I didn't yeah. realize it was a different director, and that... It, it makes a lot more sense It now. does make more sense, because I spent both fights going, where's the one-shot? Where's yep. my one-shot? Give me a one-shot! Yeah. And it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So that's maybe my biggest disappointment of yeah. the film. Uh, so before you talk, Ryan, oh god, tell get me, out of here, Ryan. Well, because you were not part of um, the the initial the first Creed episode that yeah. we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what's what your by thoughts the way, on the If you want to hear the thoughts on Creed One, you can find them at spoilersintendedpodcast.com. Shameless. Show I'm pretty cheese. sure they know that by now. They do now because they, they do it. now because he said it. Yeah, uh, uh, but yeah. Give us your your general thoughts, quick, quick and easy for Creed One. Qu- quick and easy. Okay, uh, Creed One was pretty good. I liked it. Okay. Uh, the the biggest issue I had with it was simply that I don't like Adonis Creed as a character as much as I like Rocky. Or he I he like, is less likable than a protagonist yeah, generally. Which isn't necessarily a fault of the movie because the story they tell in mm-hmm. Creed 1 is interesting. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, Rocky is just this lovable schlub, you know, who's, like, yeah. trying to make it. Even Apollo Creed has, like, 
cartoonish levels of like personality. He does. Yeah. And He's very over the top. Adonis is kind of like a harder character to not relate to, but like get behind initially because he is very, he has it's a chip kind of on his brash. shoulder. He's yeah. kind of yeah. brash. And he, he didn't have the, um, like the immediate charisma, I feel like, that like Rocky had in the old ones. Not to compare it directly to Rocky. Yeah. But just like when I watched the first Creed, I, I, I was expecting it to be, you know, a, a Rocky movie in a lot of ways. And it is. Uh, I liked the boxing. I liked the uh, the cinematography. And it, by the end of it, after you get to, I don't want to get into any spoilers because we're before the spoiler wall, but like the halfway point of the first Creed, mm-hmm. uh, like this change happens. Yeah. And like the back half of the movie, I was way more invested in. The other thing I would complain about with the first one is the the boxer he was going up against was like, he just had the personality of like a wet paper bag. I didn't uh, care about him. Is that just, most boxers? I don't know. Well, it may be, but I, <laughs> well, I just kind of like a caricature. Well, when you compare it again to Rocky, like in the first two Rocky movies, you have Apollo Creed, who yeah. is this very, you know, uh, larger than life persona yeah. that Rocky's mm-hmm. going up against. Mr. T as Clubber Lang in the third one mm-hmm. is a bit cartoonish, but he's like in your face, right? Yeah. yeah. Ivan Drago, come on, you know, in the fourth one. <laughs> We're not going to talk about the Rocky Five. Rocky <laughs> Five happened. And, Tommy Gunn yeah. was in it. It was lame. But, like, <laughs> they were, like, these these big villains that you wanted to root against. Yeah. And, like, this guy, I I, I had more trouble because... It was a more realistic yeah. take of, yeah. of like, and so what you come to expect from a Rocky film. I, I got it. I found myself in the first one not rooting for Creed as much as I used to root for Rocky and not rooting against the bad guy as much as I used to root against mm-hmm. the other bad yeah. guys, if that makes sense. Yeah, so that I makes had, sense. A little bit less of an emotional stake in the fight. Yeah, I think the execution of it was good. Like mm-hmm. I, I like the the story, the the him and his relationship with um, Bianca Tessa Thompson. Tessa, Bianca, yeah. was like interesting. I liked it. I liked that angle. Um, but it just like I didn't root for him or against the other dude as much as yeah. I did in the old Rocky movies. So I didn't have as much emotion in the fight at the end of it as I, I could have. I guess. Yeah. Uh, this one, Creed two, Creed, Creed two. two. Mostly the same feelings. Like, I do have trouble still getting behind Adonis as a character. I, I, again, I think his story is very interesting, and I like where they went with it. So it's not a critique of the story necessarily. It's just he still is that character. Yeah. And it's harder for me to get behind him and root for him as much as I would have, like, a Rocky or an Apollo or, yeah. you know, someone else. Uh, I like where they went with... Ivan Drago's son. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. in, in this movie, I, I think I, it's it's kind of weird. I think they're kind of one of the more emotional core of the film. They almost yeah, are. It's like, it, was, it was actually kind of awkward because there are moments where you're like, Are Am they I supposed to be rooting for are this they, are guy? They, yeah, are they are they bad guys? Yeah, or are they like bad are we, guys? Are we <laughs> the baddies? Like, well, yeah. <laughs> so my my top level complaint with that though is I wish they would have gone further with that storyline a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, yeah, give me more because his like the the son. What's his name? Uh, Victor. 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 Victor does not get enough lines in the movie, in my well, opinion. He doesn't basically so, get well, any okay, lines. Okay, so, so fun, yeah. real quick. Yeah. Um, he is not an actor. He is an actual boxer. Sure, I knew that. Yeah. But I didn't like, know that. Uh, yeah, let me... Let me it makes um, sense because he's ripped. He is so, much like, more intimidating looking than the first guy in Creed 1. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this guy, like, yeah. you're never going to beat this dude. <laughs> the, the search for Victor Drago lasted months and took place around the world. Uh, the production met with comedians, athletes from various disciplines as martial arts, kickboxing, boxing, American comedians football. Let's start with Louis Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Drew uh, Carey, come on down. <laughs> uh, after spending several months of looking at hundreds of photos, videos, audition records, uh, Sylvester Stallone unearthed German boxer Florian Montenu, a big nasty, 
weighing in at 106 kilograms. I I don't know the actual. Uh, he's heavy. That's he's like heavy. He's big. He's big and yeah, he's, he's a he's big, big dude. Uh, measuring at 1.95 meters. America. He's big and We're nasty. struggling here with this. <laughs> That's right all now. I need to know. He's very big. Yeah. No, so I liked him as a bad guy way yeah. better, and I was more invested, I think, in this movie than I was. Hey, in the I first. said two hundred thirty pounds, one hundred six kilograms, two hundred thirty three point hey, six nine. Pounds. You missed it by three. What's one point nine five meters? Uh, I am going it's, to it's, say that that is like, like five five eleven. I'm gonna yeah, say eight it's, foot tall. It's That's like my almost guess. right at six. Yeah, and you said one point nine five. One point nine five. Let's find out. I bet he's taller than that. I bet it's like six. Oh, something. dang. Okay, never mind. We're way off. Six foot four. Yeah. Okay, so he's. He's, he's tall. Big dude. Yeah, yeah he's big. Um, yeah, I, I was more emotionally invested in this one. I think because of the ties to Rocky IV. Yeah. And I just wish we had gotten a little more with with, with him and with Drago just to kind of like see more of that. Because that part, like you're saying, is almost the emotional core of yeah. the, the movie. Now, now there are some, there's some other, yeah, no, there's some yeah. other, some fantastic stuff with Bianca and oh, yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And Sylvester Stallone, like that, like that's yeah. not to undersell. No, 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 not at all. Like no, no, no. what they did, because I actually think the story for this, or the plot and the emotional core for this film, is way better than the first one. I, I, I agree. I, I think too. Just to clarify, like it's not that I, I don't think Michael B. Jordan did a good job in both these yeah, movies yeah. too. When I say I didn't root for him, yeah, he's yeah. great. No, he's, he's doing great. His yeah. Like his character, his character is, is grating. His character is grating, and his character is one of those characters that that does. He, he always gets undermines him into, himself. Yeah, like so much that I'm like, I want you to not do this so bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like, okay, yeah, I don't want to get into specific scenes. But, but yeah. he, he feels like a realistic, given the background or thing, it right. feels realistic. At no it's point, just, yeah, does it feel unrealistic or is he doing a bad job, yeah. just to be clear. But yeah. in many ways, from this being you know, the inspirational sports story, this this one really feels kind of like a drama it that is. has mm-hmm. boxing in it. it. It is, because this definitely has a lot more, I'll say, downtime from the actual oh, yeah. boxing There's and training and everything. There's a whole lot of time that's not yeah. training, not boxing. Because you get to deal with a lot of some heavy drama, not be, not between Bianca and um, Adonis, mm-hmm. but you get to some fam- familial drama with them yeah. from the sense of them having a kid and just, you know, some other things that kind of go well, along with, his with that. mom. There's yeah. a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah. And well, and, and his relationship with Rocky. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is, you know, a surrogate father at this point. Yeah. Punk. So yeah. what did you think about it, Andrew? Uh, so I think that the the director change moving away from a lot of the um, the core cinematography that really sold the first one, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of the oomph away from the fights. Yes, where there's absolutely. just a lot of cuts and there's a lot of just like just very standard. Hey, this is a fight. Right. We're going to show it. And the action still looks quite good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have that bite that the first one did no. because they really spent so much time to make sure that first fight happened the way, you know, it should have been. It right. Should've. And yeah, I was I was actually disappointed. Right. Because original Creed, the one shots, the first fight, not the final. Yeah. Fight. And so this one, we hit the the initial fight. Like, okay, they saved the one yeah, shot and for the end. Yeah, they're gonna save it for for they, the drama. They're fight. learning. They're learning. It's like this isn't a one shot either. Yeah. yeah, and and that was probably the biggest disappointment for me because the music's still great. Yeah, the the action was good. The acting is is quite fantastic. I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, especially with Sylvester Stallone, like he just kills yeah. it pretty much anytime he's on screen. Yeah, he does good. And um, and Michael B. Jordan does a great job. Mm-hmm. The music's quite fun. Uh, like. It's not as punchy as the first one, I think. Or, it's not, or more it's not memorable. As, it's not as over the top. Yeah. Yeah. 
And there, but, there are a lot of sequences too, like some of the action that just doesn't have music. Yeah. Where you really just get to hear the sounds, you know, the, the grunts, the slaps, mm-hmm. those kinds of things going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, so... I think too, I noticed the green screen work a lot more in this one than I did the first one. Like yeah. the fake crowds mm-hmm. when they, they yeah. go to the boxing. I could see the edge. Yeah, see the edge. Like the outline, where in the first one... I knew it was there, but it was nowhere near as, like, obvious to me. And I don't know why that happened or if they changed VFX companies, too, or yeah. if it was the way they shot it or whatever, but, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's – I think, like, this movie is is very good. I think it's just, like, everything's a, a notch down outside of the actual, like, emotional core of the story, which is better than the first one, but everything else is a notch down from the first one. Yeah. Kind of, like, across the board. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I do think the story is better. Yeah, no, I, I do too. And there's, the villain is there's better. More, yeah. There's the, more meat on the bone and yeah. the villain is more sympathetic. Yeah. It is. And I'm, I'm, or relatable. Maybe. I'm glad that and more they, imposing, I think. Like, he's oh, like, yeah, physically I mean, terrifying. Like, he looks like, like, again, the first guy, not to keep harping up, but like in, in Creed 1, like, <laughs> he's just a dude. He, he's an actual boxer, also, I yeah. believe, but he doesn't look like he looks like a boxer. He I mean, looks fine. This Victor guy looks Drago, like a monster. Yeah. Well, well, especially when you compare him against Michael B. Jordan, who is right. very, like, he's not, he's not skinny. He's a yeah. built guy. And he, he trained for months, like, I think, like four or five times a day for this role, like yeah. for the second film. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. My he doesn't, wife he doesn't goes, have the same frame. She goes, how are they allowed to be in the same weight class? <laughs> yeah. And I go, that's just what heavyweight boxing is, I guess. Like, it's, yeah. well, well, heavyweight there's no boxing super heavyweight. It's kind of there? like, there's a, like, once you pass a threshold, it's like, congrats, you're heavyweight. Enjoy. Right. That's yeah. what I told her. And she's like, wow. Because like, <laughs> when he gets in the ring that first time and you see the size difference, you're like, this dude's, yeah, it a, is, it this is dude's a, big and nasty. A, a massive <laughs> difference. And whenever you're that much taller you have such a reach compared to mm-hmm. to the yeah. shorter guy. And and that's like one of the biggest things of like you have like an outboxer like uh, like Michael B. Jordan's or Adonis is mm-hmm. who is built on speed and dodging and not really like taking hits even though of course it's a Rocky film so of course he does. Yeah. And he doesn't, you know, use his hands to block but whatever. Ever. 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 Uh, but then you have someone like Drago or Victor who is just a powerhouse like Mike Tyson kind of level of just like yeah. I'm going to be here I'm a mountain, you have to fight me. So, random question, since you know a little bit more yeah. about boxing than I do, obviously. Why don't someone, like, as big as Shaquille O'Neal, like, seven foot four or something, why don't people that large box? Is it they, they're too big and too yeah, slow? I mean, you, have, I, you have to cover a tremendous amount of real estate for well, one. So, like, if you look at, uh, I think it's Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, like, a, a, a modern boxer. Yeah. Um, he's pretty tall. I think he's, like, 6'5 or 6'6 yeah. six, six or something like that. Uh, it's just one of those... I mean, there just may not be a lot of really tall guys that want to box. I don't know. Right. No, I, I just, yeah. in my <laughs> head, I'm like, true. when you're talking about reach and that yeah. kind of stuff, I'm like, man, if Yao Ming decided to like <laughs> box, this well, guy would reach across uh, the ring and well, smack you. you know? there, there may be a height limit. I honestly don't know. Right. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And the part of the issue too, though, is when you have all that reach, once you extend the reach, if someone steps inside that, they have like six foot of stomach to work up and down. <laughs> And you're still trying to pull the arm back. Yeah, my arm so long. So yeah, moving moving back to to Creed two before we get off. But on like, the can you imagine Yao Ming trying to get in and like throw like a body hook? He'd have to like get on his knees to hit someone <laughs> in the stomach with his fist. Yeah, but if he did, kabawi, <laughs> straight to the moon. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, like, I think the I think the film is is good, and I think yeah. it's definitely worth watching. Especially if you've already if you like the first one, this is just more of the same. Yeah, yeah. if you if you're a fan of Rocky films and you like the first Creed, yeah, line up right. There, yeah. There's no reason not to watch this one. Yeah, it, it's it's really good. I like I like the story better than the first Creed, but I, I do think everything else kind of takes. A tiny notch. A little below. bit notched down, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, we'll just go around Robin here. Uh, would you watch it again? Would you recommend it? Who would you recommend it to? I would definitely watch it again. Specifically, if I was trying to marathon all the Rockies, which I do every now yeah. and then, you know, like I would add. Yeah, so you like go all the way through do, to do four. Like, does five and then skip I the Creed? Say, I usually, there? I usually six skip too, five. You know. Oh my gosh, there is. Hey, six oh. ain't that bad. It's not that great. <laughs> it's fine. I it's forgot, it's I such a step up from five existed. that it's ridiculous. <laughs> and this is the eighth film in the franchise. Oh. So if I was doing a rewatch, I would definitely watch one through four. Probably skip five. Yeah, watch six. <laughs> watch six, and then, yeah, Creed, then Creed 2. Yeah, but yeah I, I w- if I was just watching the Creed films, mm-hmm. like in, in preparation for like Creed 3 or yeah. whatever, or after it comes out, if I was going to watch, I would watch all three of them for sure. Definitely. Yeah. It's definitely worth a rewatch. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Like Ryan said, I think the story's got more to it. Mm-hmm. There's more going on here. Uh, I think, you know, again, if you are someone, especially if you, like as a kid or you watch Rocky IV, mm-hmm. then this one, more so than the original Creed, is going to hit. Just yeah. because it has such good, and it's not a mining for nostalgia play. It has actual story connections, ties, and impact, right? And, and there's a lot of really good dichotomy between basically Victor and his son, or Ivan and his son, Victor, and then compared to Rocky Balboa and Adonis, mm-hmm. and then Adonis well, just, and his new kid, like, there, there's a lot there's of... There's a lot of lineage. Well, well like, and Adonis and his deceased father, yeah. right? And like, kind yeah. of the, how these fights have impacted and changed the trajectories of lives, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's a really, like, it's a fantastic drama, I think, mm-hmm. and that just happens to have boxing in it. And the boxing, the the two... Or well, I'll say three boxing fights that we get are are quite good. Yeah. It's just they're just not as good as the first. Well, they're the, not. just the first one shot, sh- um, like fight that they, they have. They just don't have anything in them that sets them apart mm-hmm. to make them be like, oh man, that one shot was great. Yeah. It's like all extremely competently shot. It's and just good boxing, it's just good. but well, it's like nothing that like makes you. Yeah. yeah. You also don't have a moment where like, oh, this fight is the climax. So this fight is twenty minutes of our movie. That doesn't really happen here. Yeah. The fights just take roughly how long it feels like it should take. And then we're over because most of the drama isn't in the ring. It's outside. This one does go a little bit long at the end. A little long for the main fight. Yeah. Uh, Just be like it. And maybe that's them trying to do a little bit of a nod back to the original. I'm pretty sure it's shorter than the Rocky Uh, Rocky IV fight fight is like 25 minutes long. Yeah. It's it's all glorious. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, for me, I would definitely watch this again. I, um, uh, I get pretty emotional at the end of this film just for a couple different reasons, which I'll get into over the spoiler wall. Which we are getting close to, but the um, uh, yeah, I think it's just a good film, especially if you're if you're into the Rocky films, you like boxing, yeah, and you haven't checked out the Creed ones, absolutely do it. It's totally worth yeah. it. And I don't think you have to watch all of the Rocky movies to to jump no, into the Creed films. You can jump in with the first one, and then watch this one. Yeah, I would probably recommend watching the first Creed before well, you watch you need, this. One. You need to have some idea yeah. of the uh, the established relationships. But but this movie does enough set up an explanation that you don't have to have watched Rocky four yeah. to, to fully get it. It, yeah, it no. does. But I think yeah. if you have watched Rocky four, then there's you a lot more, more there for you. Yeah. If anything, yeah. just go watch the, um, the fun 30, 30 by 30. Yeah. 30 yeah. by 30, uh, <laughs> um, parody, which is fantastic by the way. You should totally watch it. 
So you're in the ring with us. You can go more rounds, right? Well, (laughs) we have lots of episodes available on our website, spoilersintendedpodcast.com. Round after round of content. Hours and hours and hours. We can do this all day. Punching your eardrums with (laughs) content. Uh, But on top of all of our most recent episodes and all of our entire backlog of episodes that you have probably not listened to yet, or maybe you have, I don't know. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, we love it. Our website also has links to our Discord and our social media accounts, Patreon, Mm -hmm. everything like that. What can Um, you do on the Discord? Well, our Discord has lots of fun stuff that are not always um, episode-related or podcast-related. We have channels on what we're listening to, you know, what what we're playing. Yeah, what we're playing, what games we're playing. What we're reading. Hobbies, all sorts of fun stuff. And we also have, you know, things that are related to... Yeah, uh, we have discussions about episodes. We have a Patreon section for for patrons to talk about those bonus episodes. And we got a little bit of everything on there. Yeah. Yeah. You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Sorry, that is the only socials we have. We don't have Twitter. We made it easy for you. You only have to follow us yeah. in two places, <laughs> not six. Facebook or Instagram. Pick one. Simple. Or both. or both. Yeah. Who knows? But every week we drop uh, info on what's coming up next, what we're getting ready to review, so you can prep and keep up with the cast if there's something out there that maybe you haven't seen in a while and you want to watch before you hear us jibber-jabber on about it, or maybe something you haven't thought about ever. Check it out. You won't know unless you're following us on socials. And we are back from the spoiler wall. Uh, you know, if if you're here and you haven't seen Creed 2 and you don't want spoilers for whatever reason, then you should leave. You it should politely turn the off. volume down on and, whatever you're watching. And go watch the to. film and then and come go back. watch the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so before we get into spectacle and all of our normal stuff, I'm going to give over a couple little different uh, tidbits of trivia. 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 <laughs> trivia. Uh, so this is the fifth film in the franchise to feature Rocky's Turtles, Cuff, and Link. Which mm. are just his actual pet turtles. Um, Did I just for nearly still 50 have them? years? Did I just miss the turtles? Uh, they're in there for like one shot. I, I, I must have just like totally shot. missed the turtles. Yeah, there's only like two or three shots in this film that are in his apartment. Yeah, and uh, that that was one of them. I think he okay. wanted it to be in there. Uh, this is also uh, Sylvester Stallone was planned to direct this film, and then he backed out of it for. Reasons. Didn't have the time yeah. or whatever. Um, and this was also, he he said basically during the filming for this that this was going to be his last appearance as Rocky Balboa. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, so he, he is not going to be in Creed 3 as far as we know. There may be like a Ooh. cameo well, so or something. I, I looked into it because I, I just saw the headline of like, you know, Sylvester Stallone's not in the third yeah. one. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Why not? And the way he described it was he had a different idea for what Creed Three should have been. I think that's... And Michael B. Jordan, Jordan yeah. had already written a script. Mm-hmm. And when they started moving on it, he was basically like, there's no bad blood here, yeah. but there's no room for Rocky in this script because what he has written is great. And if I try to insert Rocky into this, I'm it, just going to be in the background like weird. mopping up or yeah. something. Yeah. But he said he was open to playing Rocky again in that interview. Oh, okay. Now, that could have been before... Well, yeah. so well, this was, no, like, no. during production that he had, like, a whole, like, emotional kind of thing yeah, and, yeah. you know, talked with the crew and everything. But you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like Rocky IV, uh, none of the prominent Russian characters are played by Russian actors. Uh, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren is Swedish. Uh, Florian is German-Romanian. And Bridget Nielsen is Danish. Take that, Russia. <laughs> uh, speaking of Bridget Nielsen, uh, who also reprises her role from Rocky IV yep. as even Drago's wife or ex-wife, ex-wife. Ludmilla. 
is real life ex wife of Sylvester Stallone. Yep. <laughs> I did not they know They got that. married after Cobra, I believe. Yeah, did they you ever were... see Cobra? No. No. Fantastic movie. <laughs> oh boy. How have you not seen Cobra? <laughs> so they were they were engaged during the filming of Rocky IV, married after the premiere, and divorced two years later. Yeah, it was Woof. The best part in Cobra, and this is the Cobra side <laughs> sidebar, is their height difference is so much that in a lot of the scenes in Cobra where they're like walking along uh-huh. next to each other. He's walking up on top of the curb, and she's walking like down below it to like make it <laughs> to try to make it more even. But they framed it like waist up. Anyways, continue. Um, this is just kind of a little interesting tidbit here. One of the extras during the big fight between Creed and Drago was also an extra in Rocky IV during the fight between Apollo and uh, Ivan. Initially, from winning the extra role from a cereal box contest back then. Oh wow! Uh, and oh. this time they auditioned for it online. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, and they still got it. Did the people, like, the casting director know it was the person? I mean, I think... I hope so. If they knew, like, if they didn't know, then they should have known. They should have just It's a better story if they didn't know, and he still got it. he still got it. (laughs) And got on set, like, you know, I'm the guy that won the thing, and they're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then we already mentioned it, uh, so Ryan Coogler uh, did envision doing a Creed trilogy, however, due to being busy with directing Black Panther, it is unknown what his original plans for the sequels were going to be. Yeah. Uh, so I have a little bit more that may or may not come up. And if it doesn't, I'll just bring it up anyways. But we're going to move on to Spectacle. <laughs> I will force I will it stuff it in there whether you like it or not. But yeah, so Spectacle, who wants to start? Sure, why not? I'll kick it off. Yeah, go for it. So we're going to start with what I liked. So I still feel like the Creed series has done the best job of transitioning from you're watching a movie to you're watching a sports broadcast. Yeah. Mm, the yeah. feel, the the way it switches gears to where suddenly it's just like, hey, I'm just watching a boxing ESPN, match. like professional sports commentators. Yeah. And the I think the aspect ratio does a little subtle shift. And then just kind of like the way the camera angles change. And then again, you have the commentary cuts in or like it, interviews. It definitely feels different whenever they do get into it. Like it is a mm-hmm. completely different shooting style mm-hmm. yeah, it, yeah it's it's got its own like it is it is definitely a shift in gears and i i love it i think they do a phenomenal job with it where it just all of a sudden it just feels like you walked into a sports bar in the middle of your movie yeah or in this movie's case where you have rocky in you know just a bar or whatever <laughs> watching a broadcast that's actually a movie that he's in <laughs> yeah, on the tv so yeah, weird and meta so cool <laughs> But yeah, I, that is of all the highlights I get out of this. That's my that's my topper, right? Yeah. Uh, obviously, we've already talked about the disappointment here. There isn't a one shot. Yeah. I really wanted there to be another one. I, I felt like that probably should have been like a hallmark of the series. I, just I to, think so too. Just to clarify too for listeners, if you're not sure what we're talking about, in the first one, the entire first fight is uh, a one shot. Is one shot. Well, one take. No cut. Yeah, single take. take. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that was I remember watching this the first like watching Creed two for the first time because we were like watched the first one was like oh that was incredible well, I have to keep watching well yeah. and cr- the first Creed came out before 1917 obviously yeah since Creed two came out before 1917 as yeah. well and so at the time right that that big one take like four and a half minutes of a boxing fight which just was, feels was so visceral and impressive in the ring yeah. Well, especially and, with boxing. Yeah. Because well, like, you're, you're used to the time. cuts and yep. like the different angles to make it look like you're hitting the other mm-hmm. opponent. You know, mm-hmm. like so you cheat the camera and to not do that in a one take is like 
fuck wild. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. Yeah. But yeah, I remember watching this and then getting through the whole film. I'm like, oh yeah, we're getting to the to the finale. Here's where the one shot happens. And I'm like, oh, there's a cut. Mm, there's a cut. Yeah, I, like at first I was like, all right, here we go. Here we go. And just cut. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't even think it has to be a one shot. I just wish they had done something. A little bit more interesting. A little to push it. Different. They need to yeah. push it. Yeah. yeah. Um. What what else, Steven? I mean, that's about my that's my two okay. big points. Yeah, I, I was I was not to just reiterate that. I don't want to take up all the yeah, air. In the room. I was gonna yeah. say I agree with everything Steven said. <laughs> However, I'll, I'll keep going. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I think the 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 boxing scenes did suffer a little bit, but I think a lot of the the dialogue scenes mm-hmm. and the inner stuff still was shot really well. It was. And oh yeah. Still like. Had a good like the, the lighting was pretty fantastic. The lighting was great, mm-hmm. and they had they picked a lot of interesting sets, and the the set design and the way they did stuff was always cool and interesting. I like the way they they the the settings they picked to have yeah. everything. You know, mm-hmm. uh, again, my only real big complaint from a visual side was just kind of the green screen stuff. It was more noticeable to me in this movie than the last one, and I don't know why. I don't know if it was. The last one they had like a small crowd and just yeah. the upper decks were CG'd mm-hmm. or if so they had this to push one, it further away. Everyone was CG'd or, or you know, green screened. But it definitely gave like a, a little bit of a disconnect sometimes in the fights when they're going in the ring and they're they're making a round. And I can see kind of the edge around their head where they've been keyed out. It, it just like took me out for a second of like yeah. realizing, well, we're not in an actual boxing ring with people watching. They're on a, yeah. a, a, sta- mm-hmm. a studio set somewhere, you know. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, I think Spectacle was, it, it was fine. It wasn't as good as the first one, especially with the creative shots, yeah. but, but yeah, Andrew. Wow. I'm actually surprised. I got all the way through both of you mm-hmm. and not one of you has mentioned, um, this thing that I'm about to say. Go Clickbait. for it. There you go. Uh, so I'm going to start. <laughs> Don't bury the lead. Get to yeah, it. <laughs> you know, I'm going well, no, I'm, I'm to start with, with one thing I did like. Uh-huh. I loved, uh, you know, pretty much everything you are, you guys already said. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but then I really loved the two entrances for Adonis Creed for um, his two big fights. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. those uh, are both great. With, those are cool. uh, with Bianca singing in the second one, which is just phenomenal. So I didn't really like any of her music, Well, though. no, the music, <laughs> the music I'm not a big fan of. Right. Her music's whatever, but for the emotional the impact emotional of the impact story. Of it, yeah, yeah, the emotional great. impact yeah. and the visuals, the visuals of what are they did. really cool. Yeah. Well, but especially from the perspective of with them where he's like, yeah, I need you on my team. And then yeah. they took it literally. It's like, well, you're my hype man. Yeah. 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 Entrance. It's like, oh, well, she's like on his team. I was yeah. not expecting that. No. And then when it happened, I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like for an an emotional beat of the film, it's phenomenal. Great. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a big fan of her music. That's, you know, that's just more personal taste. Personal taste. Uh, So the thing that I actually surprised that you guys didn't catch was there's a lot of um, them. I'm not going to say speeding up film, Mm. but there is Mm. a lot of, not not even going to say jump cuts. I'll say snap cuts. Quick cuts. During the fight to make um, their, their punch, it's quicker. Yeah. And it happens a lot. Oh, I it does. see. And I just sort also, of accepted it because we weren't getting like a one take. As far as as far as I knew, they didn't do it in the first one. Or I never noticed it in the first mm-hmm. one. I noticed a couple times, but it did not bug me. It didn't like make me like take see, me out of it. it, was it just there like, was there was one pretty egregious one where Adonis does like kind of like this weird um upper hook mm-hmm. that just like it is just like his arm like goes up and it immediately hits the dude. It, it just snaps. Oh, yeah. 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 And, uh, but then there's a couple other weird spots of where they basically like had to stabilize the film on the face to possibly like hide that they didn't actually get hit. Well, I think it's, it's, 
I don't think it's stabilization because I know what you're talking yeah. about. I think it's they CG'd it to look like his face got hit I think when so. it didn't. It was yeah. like a whiff, and then mm. what they did is they digitally moved the they glove, like, like stretched the yeah, arm out, and like then they moved. It's like they stretched the face or something because it looked like the head specifically yeah. looks weird. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I noticed that on a, that was like a the couple, first a, fight. Yeah, wasn't it? a couple here and there. Yeah, hmm. but um, but the other thing that uh, and this I don't really think this was a bad thing. Um, so to say, but yeah, I mean, like the fights just didn't have that snap that the first one did. Well, they didn't have yeah. the same just <clears throat> energy. Yeah, there, there were yeah. a couple of hits from um, Victor Jargosun yeah. that like were pretty bad. They were like, "Oh, that's gotta <laughs> hurt." But like overall, it didn't have as much of the yeah mm-hmm. the snap as the, well, the first one. Michael B. Jordan takes at least like three shots directly to the chin. Oh yeah, that he just gets right back up from like man. Like you're, you're like so. Just like if you're Rocky Four, there's no glass jaw here. Yeah. yeah, if you're unfamiliar with what happens when your chin gets like punched by someone that can, you know, hit, you know, like two or three hundred pounds with force. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, what happens is your brain jiggles around. Yep. And um, and essentially, you like you lose all kind of like motor controls for a short period of time, which yeah. is basically like if you're watching a boxing match and someone actually does get clocked on the chin, they're out. Like immediately down. But see, when you get hit, if your brain can do a full lap inside your skull, like around, like spinning, and then come Ugh. back, you're good. Oh, yeah. Totally it resets. Yeah. <laughs> right. So well, that's what enough, happened. It made the full enough, enough, 180, enough and then he's good. En- enough know? of that. Um, oh. All right. So, so let's move on to performance. Oh. Uh, I'll- <laughs> Steve. <laughs> wonderful note to finish that out. Right? <laughs> it just makes like a, like a spin. <laughs> if it makes the full 360, you're good. It's just like the sloshing. <laughs> yeah, it's right back online. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stops anywhere Both between them. Stop it. Uh, so I'm actually, I'll start performance here. Uh, I thought Tessa Thompson did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did really good in the first one, but she did way better this oh, time. She's got way more to work with. She has yeah. a lot to work with. Yeah. And the scenes with her and, and Michael B. Jordan, especially when they're, they're kind of dealing with kind of the fallout of their kid, um, what, you know, is going to be deaf or mm. whatever. Or maybe, just, maybe deaf. Maybe yeah. deaf, you know. Maybe oh, deaf, man, yeah. that scene of, like, them in the two different rooms when they're doing Him the audio test. To oh, yeah. man. Where, where she's really trying well to, to tell from his expression what the results are. Yeah. His expression never, and like, he's trying to keep it cool, oh, but, yeah. like, he's trying can't to be hold a, it together. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's, that's, that's probably brutal. the scene of the movie right there in terms of acting. Yeah. Just absolutely brutal. And, I mean, she did a phenomenal job. I feel like in the first Creed, the problem with her character and what she had to work with compared to this one was that she was just kind of like unnecessarily. She's just the love interest. Well, well kind of thing. it was yeah. like there has to be conflict. Uh-huh. So let's just make her mad at him right yeah. here. Even though right here she would be kind of mad, but let's make her really mad for plot reasons. Well, and sometimes especially, um, and this is kind of getting into more than the plot, but her friction with him in this film is basically like, hey, I, we want to like start a family. We want to like yeah. have this long term thing. And you were just going head first into these fights that really don't need to happen. Right. Well, well also yeah. you're you're flirting with the dudes, the dude who killed your whose father uh, killed yeah. your father. Yeah. And like that could be the same outcome of you in the ring with this guy. Yeah. yeah. Like and it and it it definitely like layers on top of each other. Mm. And just those kind of interactions just did such a good job to to really bring mm-hmm. out the emotion mm-hmm. in this film. Um I'll 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 see the floor. Uh so for me, I think some of my, we'll say my favorite performance pieces, right? So the first one, it was all about Michael B. and Stallone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here, obviously, we, we have to have the conflict. We have to have the split. 
But some of the stuff of the, as they kind of reconcile, mm-hmm. even though it feels maybe a little too fast for the plot. A little bit. Uh, the actual bits in there I thought were really great. Mm-hmm. But the favorite outside of just the, the slam dunk acting that is their reactions over their daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, I think is Rocky going to the tombstones mm-hmm. to talk because he's still just, he's just a, a, mm-hmm. an old. Just a guy. Just a dude who doesn't really know what's going on. Doesn't, doesn't, he's working things out, right? And at the end of the movie, we have Adonis doing the same thing with his father's headstone. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, talking to his dad and, and the reasons why he had to do the fight. And, you know, well, let me introduce you to someone. Like those two bits hit pretty yeah. good for me where it's like, oh, wow. Uh, so I thought those were great. You know, Tessa did a great job as Bianca. Yeah. And again, I think a lot of that was not that she did a bad job. In the she first just one. had a lot more to work There's with. There's just way more to work with here. And uh, another scene that really stood out to me was when he went to propose to her. Oh, that was great. Man, oh, yeah, that was, that was a good, a good one. Because he's, he's yeah. talking out with Rocky and Rocky's just like, look, man, you just, you just don't just do think. It. You yeah. just got to do it. <laughs> and then he's like, hypes, you know, this is a big intimidating dude who like gets out there and fights. And he's got a heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, he's yeah. got to build himself up for this moment. And he goes through everything, and she doesn't have her, her uh, hearing aids in, so she's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty just, hungry. We should go get yeah, some food. Like, like, and then didn't hear a word I said. You, you get the, also, the the second layer of that scene where she's upset because she didn't hear what he said, yeah. and she's self-conscious about this, you know, the hearing, yeah. the hearing yeah, problem. Yeah. And so there's that layer, and then he totally makes up for it. You know, yep. it's, it's, it's an emotional roller coaster. That yeah, whole that, scene. That whole scene was great. Yeah. yeah. Cause you don't want the characters to come out of that scene, like mad at each other. Because, no, no. Yeah, no. yeah. I mean, like, and there was no, I was way that worried was they were going to do that for a second. I, I was like, too. Oh was like, no, 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 do no don't do this. <laughs> I thought they were going to like make that to pay off at the yeah. end. If she says yes or something like that, but they didn't. Thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to harp on it too much. I'll just repeat that. I wish Dolph Lundgren, you know, Ivan Drago and Victor Drago had gotten a little bit more yeah. because I yeah. like, they're dynamic, and I like that idea of, like, here's this dude who, you know, has fell to ruin after he lost to Rocky, and now he's it cost living— him like, everything. Yeah, it yeah. cost him everything. Wife left him. Now he's training his son. His son doesn't like that his mom just left him, and yeah. he's got just the whole mentality of, like, you know, she left us because I lost. Like, we're losers. we got to become winners. Yeah. I just wish there was more of that. I, I know there's enough of it to some degree in there. I just wanted more of that. It really interested me. Well, it was, it was a really interesting take— on yeah. our villain story. Yeah. And also because it's just it's the fallout of Rocky Four, because we don't see it. We don't think right. about it. You know, Rocky's the yeah, hero. You're just like, yeah, the commies are beaten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cold, Cold War is over. <laughs> you know, time to go home. No big deal. But I, I feel like Victor specifically, that one like uh scene he has after that dinner party yeah. where, where his mom shows up, that I was like, Yeah, give me more of this. This yeah. is great. You know, him actually like showing that side and seeing Ivan trying to explain to him why this is important. We got to hobnob with these people. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to see more of that, but I thought they did great. Now I got to say for plot reasons, that whole sequence was great, but yeah. we'll get there. Yeah, in yeah a we'll get there. Right. I have yeah, so yeah. much to talk about with, yeah. with Victor and Ivan, but, uh, <laughs> but I do want to give a quick shout out to Felicia Rashad as, you know, his mom. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because like, you know, Claire Huxtable Cosby show. I thought she was great <laughs> on that. Loved her. Love seeing her in this. I think her dynamic with him is extremely interesting, but her performance when he's trying to tell her that uh-huh. he's going to take this fight mm-hmm. and just the way she acts and the things she says, yeah, that whole scene I, I really liked. I think she really she sold that scene for me. Like Michael B did really good, but she like really like well, the the way she her tone and like her mm-hmm. mannerisms. Her like, mannerisms yeah. are great. But them also at the dinner table oh, when yeah. she like oh yeah she's like, oh you have something to tell me. Well so she's pregnant. 
And yeah. then she like goes to the signs and Bianca's like, uh, oh uh, man, am I? No. And then <laughs> well, she puts spits she the wine back, the back, the wine back, back out. out. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Uh that's actually um uh one thing that I did want to mention just for this is kind of plot, maybe performance. Go but, for it. Yeah. Uh there wasn't a I mean, this is a much more serious and emotional film mm-hmm. than the first one. There wasn't really any kind of even like minor comedy in it. And like to kind of break some of the tension that the first one had, because you get kind of like the not fish out of water, but you get some good interactions with um, Stallone, him and Rocky, chasing the chicken. Yeah, Yeah. like you get some fun stuff like that. Where this one, there's really not a lot of fun stuff. Well, even him and Bianca when they first start dating, there's a lot of funny flirting that's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this everything is very serious. There was there was not as much fun per se, or or just situational comedy because like you can get. You put Rocky in a situation and he's just kind of there being awkward, you know, old gruff dude being awkward. Yeah. And that works, but we just don't have a whole lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So we'll move on to score because a lot of a lot of stuff I want to talk about is in plot and entertainment. Yeah. We can get uh, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll move on to score. Uh, you know, Ludwig Gornson did a fine job. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. think there's anything in this where I was like, oh, yeah, that needs to be on a playlist, right? Uh, so there's two songs on here that I have like in my workout playlist. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey. Boxing, <laughs> like especially Rocky music, is yeah. phenomenal. It's for phenomenal. Out. Out. Yeah. All, uh, you know, Eye of the Tiger and, and Heart of the Fight, and you're set, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. hey, if you want to come and work out at my house, and one of the Rocky montage songs come on, you are whatever you're doing, you you're, do it until the in. end of the song. That's <laughs> what if the you're sitting down rule. taking a rest? <laughs> You know, you get up and start doing jumping jacks. Jack. Jack. You rest till the end of the song. It's your rest, right. You better sit still. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I you're, guess I can You're do trying that. to drink. I got to finish this whole glass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it was good. I don't think it has, a, like, there's the the main, like, mm. montage song that they have at the end, like, the, the big triumphant one of him, like, you mm-hmm. know, finally hitting peak performance. Yeah. I don't think it hits as good as the first one. No. No. But um, it, it's still good. It just doesn't have that same that same like edge that the first one had, right. where he's like you know in Philly doing like you know like all the stuff yeah. that Rocky did. Yeah. Well, I feel like like some of the some of the tracks where they like do the you know the callbacks to the Rocky yeah. score and stuff are good. And when they mm-hmm. do hit like some of the Rocky score and and the uh, you're like oh yeah, trying to remember the name of the song, but it's the when he's in the ring and it's like things are turning around. Yeah, yeah. You know? They they do that in the in the final fight. Yeah. They give you they give you just a little bit of it, and then there's a little bit of a break, and you're like, man, did they just tease me some Rocky? Yeah. And he gets up and lands a big hit, and then it hits with a full force. Oh yeah, they did. Okay. <laughs> no, those parts I like because again it calls back to a score that I'm very familiar with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean the Rocky uh, the Rocky soundtracks for the originals are phenomenal. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. So like anytime they did that, I liked it more. Yeah. I wish there had been more like original stuff that hit me as hard like a new classic. Yeah. A new yeah. one that was like this is taking the place of the Rocky theme. Y'all don't even need to call back to it because this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Everything worked pretty good. There yeah. were a couple of songs that, like you say, were, were were good. But it, anytime they called back, it was like a reminder of like, oh man, oh, this is what it the could old be. stuff was yeah. could be so good. Yeah. And then to, to talk about like Bianca's music mm-hmm. specifically, it's it's not my style of music. But beyond that, I feel like it's kind of generically written. It doesn't feel like they went to someone like obviously not Rihanna or some or Beyonce or said mm-hmm. we need some awesome songs to put in this movie, mm-hmm. you know, that we can use and got somebody to write really cool. It's like somebody was like, we need some kind of generic, you know, modern hip hop-ish song. This will be fine. And yeah. they kind of put it in on some of them. Where instead of it feeling like, 
oh man, I'm, I'm putting this song on a playlist. You know what I mean? Like it didn't have well, the. It the, also doesn't have the feel of kind of like an up and the, the edginess of an up and comer. Right. Right. Where you can take risks and then you become an established artist and now everything is just corporate music, top 40s, right? Yeah. It, it It's somewhere in like the past that gray land or whatever yeah. of the top 40s kind of just basic stuff where it doesn't have the the edge that you might expect from someone who's you know just about to sign or whatever else. Yeah. I, I will say I think they did a good job in a lot of the fights of actually dropping music out at yes. times mm-hmm. and training as well. Well, yeah. the, you really the sound get, design was quite good. You get to hear the swings and the hits and the you know the footwork going on. The commentators. On, the commentators, yeah. the the crowd in the yeah. background. Like and that was again one of those things where they they it's like you dial in from being a movie into a sports broadcast and you're like ESPN's not just like playing background music to a football game. It just <laughs> they doesn't happen. Be. Yeah. I mean they could, but it's so it feels like rocky music. Do it, cowards. Seven. <laughs> so it feels more natural for that to fall out and you just get the ambiance of the ring and the arena and the announcer. Yeah. And like, yeah. you're the referee doing his his monologue at the start of the fight and these kinds of things. Well, and you want those kind of environmental, yeah, atmospheric yeah. kind it, of it really, things. It pulls you in. It yeah. would pull you in harder if it was also a one take. But you know what? We're just, <laughs> I'm going to try to not harp You can that. tell what we're mad about. Uh, I can clearly tell. A little tell. salty. A little salty. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's move on to plot. Yeah. Which, um, I, like, this, this just has such a good emotional core for the story. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll definitely say incredibly predictable, but it's a Rocky film. I'm just going to kind of set that aside. Yeah, I, I was going to say the only real, like, complaint I would have is that, like, I, I knew what this story was going to be as before yeah. I watched the movie, and it 100% <laughs> followed the basic blueprint. Now, now I will to say, <laughs> before I watched the movie, because I didn't, I didn't have any prior information, yeah. I didn't realize that it was going to be the Drago callback. Okay. So I expected, okay, we're going to have, you know, a Rocky movie. We're going to have, you know, the new, the new antagonist. And, yeah. of course— from the first one, you know that this dude's not going to show up because he's in jail. Yeah. So right. like, well, we know he's <laughs> he not coming back. He's not he coming, coming back, back like yeah. Apollo or something. So I was like, well, what are they going to give us? And then they have the clip and it's Victor like exercising. And then I'm like, wait, is that, is that Drago in the background? I was like, is this his son? Is this where we're going? Oh, I, well, I'm, I'm here for this. That's All right. Yeah, buckle up. Let's go. <laughs> See, I, I heard about it through news oh, yeah, stories back know. when it was announced. Uh, they, were, they were returning yeah, to Yeah, I was actually yeah. going to ask if you went into this film not knowing, like, what the actual um, oh, no, plot yeah. beats were. So we didn't. Okay. Whenever we So whenever we watched you it the first it. time, I was like, Oh, this is from Rocky Four. Yeah, oh, I'm all for this. Yeah, because, yeah like you got me at that point. Well, because then, like you know, it's one of those things where, like, you you're like, oh, cool, he's like the bad guy from Rocky Four. And you're like, wait a second, he killed his dad, and then Rocky. Oh my god, oh, there are like, like layers, like, layers, like, layers yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a lot of really good layers to that. Yeah. Just for at a, at a surface level, which you know, you get some really good interactions, especially the conversation with. Uh, Ivan and Stallone or um, Balboa in his restaurant. Oh, in the restaurant. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he's like, there's a lot of nice pictures. Yeah. Why am I not up there? Why am I and not like, up there? You're not going to be up there because you're a dirtbag. <laughs> you killed my friend. Yeah. Like, <laughs> your picture's in the bathroom. <laughs> it's on every one of the pieces of toilet paper. It's, it's in the urinals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did like the um, uh, the montage of him, like, basically, you know, it's like, hey, you know, you have all, like, the fancy equipment. You're the heavyweight champion of the world. We're going to take you out to this dirt <laughs> this, <laughs> we're this going dirt out to the spot. Desert. Yeah. This no place is strictly legal. Yeah. But we're out here. <laughs> well, so that was actually all shot in New Mexico, not Death Valley. Mm, okay. Even though it is uh, supposed to be Death Valley, okay. it's actually in New Mexico. Yeah. So I will say within that, I did like 
a lot of the pieces in that montage. It didn't have the same, you know, oomph that like, yeah. the Rocky Four montage has. Mm-hmm. I, right. don't, I just don't think nowadays you can just do an 80s training montage and get away with it, right? I think you could if you, like, if you did modern music and you... It really, to me, the thing that makes the the Rocky Drago montage in Rocky Four so good mm-hmm. is it's the the dichotomy. It's the... I'm training this way, and he's doing the high tech thing. Right, I'm yeah, doing yeah. this. Well, I'm they, do- they did it this way. They did, in, they did the same thing. Yeah. But yeah. in Rocky Four, it tells like a full story. Like yeah. when you get to the end mm. of it, you see him doping on the you know the yeah, Russian yeah. side, and so you start to like I don't know. It just tells its own little like mini story where this one was just kind of like shots of working out and people are you know getting yeah. stronger. Yeah, cool, got it. But it didn't do like a little. <laughs> there was no like plot development happening within it really other than the fact that they're both getting better yeah, yeah. i did really like the the bit like the training bits with the tire where yeah, it was like was hey cool. like you're That's an outfighter was cool yeah <laughs> well not, <laughs> no not, just the, not, like you both have to like, keep your foot put your foot yeah 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 well just because like yeah. hey like you're not gonna be able to outfight him so we're going to teach you what it is to just be in here with a big block to of just, a dude yeah, just to yeah. Suck and you don't get a choice yeah so i like that uh, you know, big, big emotional beats here that are not necessarily centered on boxing, mm-hmm. right? With the the, the kid mm-hmm. and the drama there, fallout between him and Rocky. But at the end of the day, really what I was here for was the flip that they played with Creed and Drago and then Creed and Drago, where we went from Creed was high-tech, high-end, mm-hmm. big man on top, yep. and Victor Drago is, you know, Hey, when you're done Grass with those, roots. when you're done with those, you can move the unload the concrete too, right? He's he's yeah. the Rocky of he's this the Rocky. era, yeah. yeah. And then you know the inevitable consequence comes of that, and then it's Creed finding you know getting hungry again and digging deep, and w- at the same time while Victor's being introduced, you know, ho- out hobnobbing and you know look at this very nice gym, we're going to yeah. work with these people instead of you, you know, being chased by the car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I loved that flip and that play of basically like, hey, do you want to succeed in a Rocky movie? You better be the underdog. Yeah, <laughs> right. So the the one thing that I, I, I love about this film, especially with um, Victor and Ivan and then so like they, they, you know, everyone's like for the whole film, everyone's playing on. You need to throw in the towel. Oh, you need I to, love oh, doing yeah, there's so many plays around that. And it, it is one of those things where it's like no one had the courage to do it except for Ivan when he realized that he could possibly lose his son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And th- it's one of those things where like it didn't redeem him as a character. He oh, still no. killed Apollo Creed and stuff sure. like that. It redeemed him as a father. Yes. And, yeah. and those kind of moments, like like the second that happened, I was like, I'm crying. That's it. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. not because like I cared about either of those characters. I cared about their relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, like like Ryan said, you wanted more of that. Yeah, yeah. I think if I had had more of that, I would have cried at that moment. Yeah. I didn't. I was like, well, because it's, it's the flip so from winning is everything and to, the, yeah. the, the, the old loss ruined our lives. To and where we can make a you, life, you life of our win, own. You must win, and then, like, hey, we can't win at this cost. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, it's it's not worth the cost of me losing you or you being crippled for the rest of your life or anything yeah. like that because of my ambition or or my misgivings or whatever. Well, and, and like parent. Victor, Victor is willing. Like he's he's got nothing, and he's still standing up in there to take the blows because this is this is all he has, right? Yeah. Like this is it. Well, and that's everything that Ivan has drilled into him. Yes. Yeah. All of his, you know, how many however many years of warping this child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, conditioning and that kind of stuff. And it's you know the second that that happens, you you're just like. There we go. Like that's like that's the right call here because clearly, mm-hmm. like if this went on, Adonis is not going to relent at all. Right. No. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's um, in that kind of moment, and then you know you have like the the one two punch of of Adonis going to Apollo's grave, and mm-hmm. then like introducing him to the baby, and like mm-hmm. it's just like man, yeah. Like the ending of the like up until that point, I was like, yeah, that's fine. And then the end of the um, end of this film, I'm just like, whoo. They they hit you man. in the feels. Yeah, yeah, they hit you hard. <laughs> they hit you low, then they hit you high. It's yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I do I do feel like the 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 plot point of like him being mad at Rocky after he loses the first fight was like, I understand it, but it still felt a little extreme, like to the point of like, yeah. Oh, now you're going to train me. Right. Like, I was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, dude. Cause you got murked in the <laughs> ring. Got ripped up. And you're yeah. lucky that you still have a title well, because, I, because the dude yeah. lost his cool. Yeah. yeah. But that again plays more into Adonis and like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and you know, Adonis has a chip on his shoulder. Like, that's kind he of does. his whole bit. It is, it is. Yeah, and it, it was, a like, it's just an interesting dynamic. It didn't feel forced when it happened. No. It was just like, he's bad-mouthing my guy Rocky. <laughs> 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 he came all the way here to see flew you. All the way he out flew. To see yeah, yeah, he doesn't like to fly. Yeah, he hates fly. And it was just like, he was so mad. Well, you here to train me now? I'm like, maybe. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> we got to get you out of the hospital bed first. Yeah, yeah. guy. Uh, uh, but yeah, so... I'm not sure if there's any other plot points we wanted to talk about. I'm trying to think. Um, I, again, I, I liked the the plot of like the the daughter and her possibly not being able to to hear. You know, yeah, I'm having like, is, is the fear it genetic or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And I liked what like Rocky was telling him. And anytime Rocky gives him advice, I love it. Yeah. And so all those scenes, like when they're in the trophy room and when they're you know, he's about to have the baby and yeah. when, when he's talking about, you know, you still got a lover? And he's like, well, of course, why would you ask me that? You yeah, know? like, that's a dumb question. All those are really good, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, moments for me between the two of them. Yeah. Um, the um, the bit, too, of, like, you know, Bianca's like, hey, I need to go, to, like, to the studio and do something and she gives gives him the <laughs> oh, kid yeah. and then he immediately <laughs> starts crying. He's like, how do I get like, her to What do I do crying? with yeah. the kid? <laughs> what do I do? But I, I, then I really liked that moment of him bringing her to the boxing the gym. Mm-hmm. the gym and then him just you know obviously he needed some kind of release yeah. just from all the frustration of obviously losing the fight and then you know he's going through all this stuff with his kids hearing yeah and that well, was a uh, really emotional scene where he just like breaks down punching the bag yeah, yeah. and I mean you've already seen him cry with the tests but it was a yeah. different kind of like the anger and the rage gets out of him and then the tears fall yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you know sometimes you just need that kind of release you know, alone essentially in this, even though, you know, kids there, but you know, kid doesn't know any better. Yeah. yeah. But when, when we, when we started the movie, we, we watched the trailer for it right after we watched the first Creed just oh, to kind of like get yeah. get a, like, you know, what's coming yeah. up. But I had already read, you know, I, I knew yeah, it was about articles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, it wasn't a surprise, but um, when they started the movie uh, and he's about to get to the first fight, my wife said something like, Oh, he's already going to fight Drago now. I go, yeah, yeah. So he's going to fight him here, lose without Rocky. Build himself back up with yeah. Rocky, and they'll probably fight in like Russia. Yeah, we're 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 back <laughs> yeah. we're back to the predictability of Rocky movies, <laughs> right? Where yeah. like as soon as they they push this fight happening and the fall happens, like well, obviously he has he's not going to win this fight. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's yeah. kind of like it's funny too because like one that's just a general trope with sports stuff. Sure, but then whenever like just because I watch so much anime, especially sports anime, <laughs> like I'm just like oh yeah, this is already this is way too soon right. for the arc yeah. to finish. He's going to get his yeah, you know. He's gonna get destroyed. Yeah, he's gonna build himself back up. There, right? Yeah, (laughs) but that doesn't make it any less enjoyable to watch. I just wanted to point out that it 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 didn't really do anything to reinvent that that no no yeah that wheel is very much so there yeah Yeah. so speaking of enjoyable Mm -hmm. let's let's, move into 
entertainment. We can prognosticate a little bit about Creed 3 here because okay. uh, by the time you are listening to this, the listener, uh, Creed 3 will have already been out and you are going to listen to Creed 3 tomorrow. Is that Check how it out this tomorrow. is going to work? Yeah. <laughs> it right. is how it's going to work. We're talking to you from the past about the future. To the future, but we, That's while happening we're now. recording That's this happening ears. now, <laughs> while we're recording this episode right now, we have no idea. <laughs> in what... the present, you're hearing us in the past <laughs> talk about the future that is tomorrow. But that we will be now. But we don't know what our opinions are on Creed 3. So let's talk about it now. But when will then be now? Now? Soon. <laughs> <laughs> now, not now, then. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, so Creed 3, I watched the trailer for it. I, I haven't I watched have not, the trailer. I, I haven't oh, the really? Trailer. So yeah. do y'all want to do speculation of what it is before I tell you what happens <laughs> in the trailer? The only thing or, I know is um, mm-hmm. uh, I know Michael B. Jordan is directing it. Yes. Uh, which is uh, it's his directorial debut, yeah, directorial debut, mm-hmm. and probably not a bad one for him because he, you know, he's obviously familiar with the series at this point, yeah. and clearly had his own kind of idea of where he wanted the story to go. And I do know that it is um, what I'm assuming is a uh, a friend or an, a, a frenemy from basically when he was in juvenile mm-hmm. is my understanding of it. Yeah. All right. Do we do we need to do we need to do a a break here and look at the and trailer watch the trailer sure. and then come Let's back yeah and we're back from watching the trailer for creed 3 because steven and i had not seen it and man that looks good it, it looks good sure does i gotta say i hate the uh the concept here of modern trailers where we're gonna have this really good song in there that's not gonna appear in the movie yeah the <laughs> song better be in the movie day <laughs> the movie the yeah the song like, yeah now you know it could be different because you know this is i feel like with this franchise and michael b jordan directing it and everything like that and also starring in it it feels kind of like the tom cruise effect where he has a lot more control over right. what mm-hmm. he wants in the film and how he wants to shoot it um apparently it was shot for imax which is going to be right. really cool that would be really cool to go see it in imax i would love to go see it in IMAX. yeah give me a one take you coward <laughs> in imax well you, <laughs> you know it's it's possible that you know he saw you know the i'll say the feedback and the reviews from creed 2 and you know he may try and replicate some of the, well, some or of the magic or he just liked that concept because another thing that yeah. i noticed during the difference between creed 1 and creed 2 with creed 1 we had that really great shadow boxing scene yeah. where he's imitating his father mm-hmm. on the old oh, tapes, man, was, right yeah. Yeah, that's such a good yeah. shot, and we don't get something like which. I don't know if you could emotionally make it appropriate. Yeah, but you still don't have the opportunity where you get that picture-in-picture play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. May, oh, maybe we get one of those or something. I don't know. It looks like we're gonna yeah. be very uh, flashback-heavy. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, with Creed three for people like who, we watched the trailer. It's basically his his childhood friend from juvie comes back in his life after getting out of uh, being in jail for eighteen years, prison for eighteen years, a seven-year time gap so his daughter is i mean she's seven years old now she's a yeah. kid kid yeah like a kid kid i will say from an entertainment perspective i really like that creed one to creed two there is a time jump yeah because it gives time for relationships to build yeah other things to to crop up to deal with instead of being like the minute he walks out the door you know well yeah. the, the thing is too so like the the time skip from creed one to creed two is uh six fights which a fight can can basically it's basically every six months. Uh, six months, yeah. So that is a very long stretch of time. So yeah. At minimum, that's three years, right? You know, worth of time for him to get up to this point to where he can fight for the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. And and like with those time skips, you get you know, like Stephen said, you know, good relationship building, that kind of thing. 
Yeah. Well, you, you can you, you can have an entry point into a relationship you think you already know, and you see it in a whole different yeah, place. Yeah, you don't you, have to have the like. But how did they get here? Well, seven years have gone by. Yeah, X Y Z is happening. Natural. Yeah. yeah. Like it, ha- it just gives an opportunity for relationships to deepen and other things to pop up within that. Yeah. But it, it looks like to me, so the uh, actor that plays King the Conqueror obviously is going to be playing the uh, the, the, and, the, the, and the antagonist. The antagonist. He's crazy ripped. Yeah. Damien. Damien is his name. I got a lot of Character's vibes name. from Clubber Lang in Rocky Three with this of like this person that thinks he should be the, yeah, the, the champ the, who's the not. Champ. The difference is it's like what if Rocky and Clubber Lang had been best buds growing up yeah. And then, yeah. you know, Clubber Lane comes into his life. So there's like, it's going to have that kind of dynamic, I think, but with the added layer of the past history. And it's stuff. Uh, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. Yeah. The, uh, Which the he's, he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. uh, he'll, I think he'll be real good. Obviously, he he's, looks like he's working out hard for yeah. this. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. I think he'll be real good just in the, the personal, like the discussions. Because yeah. that's, that's mm-hmm. something that what little exposure I've had to him as King, where he's kind of excelled at dominating just a screen while a screen, talking. Yeah, yeah, he well, has that demeanor. We're finally going to get a antagonist in the ring that is someone that is going to share a lot of scenes with him and have a lot of dialogue. Yeah. The first movie, dude was there more as a like a functioning, he's like, he's the person I got a box. That's yep. it. And with Victor, it's like, I wish we had more, but, but you don't get to see him and Creed right, interact. They're, they're yeah. in separate scenes yeah. doing we're, their own thing. Yeah. yeah, where this is definitely going to be much more a personal and yeah. and I look forward to that because oh, yeah. I wanna I wanna see, you know, a lot more of like the off offering drama. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's pull like pull more out of the past, pull more yeah, put more weight on this, put mm-hmm. more, you know, I, there's a word for it that I'm not dredging up here at the moment, but there's there's more chutzpah. Yeah. No. Well, well there's more oomph in this. Obviously, it's, it's hard to be like, well, you're you're boxing the dude who's the son of the guy that killed your father. Yeah, yeah, there's some weight there. <laughs> But, like, this is kind of like, you know, the, the kid you grew up with and maybe, I don't know, you know, when uh, Damien got sent to real jail and <laughs> yeah. uh, Adonis stayed juvie, it's because he snitched on him. I don't know. Like, yeah, there could be yeah. something in there, yeah. you know, some, some baggage that we can really pull on. Well, it's, it's just a dynamic we have, haven't even come close to seeing yeah, in the we Rocky haven't touched franchise. On yeah. Or, yeah, so. Well, and the, and the thing is, too, it like, just from the looks of it from the trailer, um, Adonis is not fighting anymore he is basically managing and and he's not in the ring because mm-hmm. maybe he's no longer the heavyweight champion he gave it up he's retired after, yeah be, he's yeah. retired and you know he's gonna have to obviously come out of retirement and fight because you know that's kind of the whole conceit of the show yeah but uh yeah film movie, film, film, movie. it's a show <laughs> uh, but yeah I, i'm pretty excited for it yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm excited ready. for it all right, so that's, you know, kind of, uh, we're winding down here. Yep. If you like what you've heard so far and you want to support the show, uh, you definitely can support us on Patreon, mm-hmm. uh, patreon.com slash spoilers intended podcast. Nice. And for the low, low price of $1 a month, which guarantees you at least one bonus episode a month. And that also guarantees you that you get to listen to all of our other previous yeah. bonus episodes. You get forever. access to everything we've done before, plus at least one a month. And these are not the same format as our normal episodes. They're like off the cuff. We're talking about tier lists, about fast food. We're going I mean, off into. We're doing a boxing episode. We got to do. We do a presidential fight club. We, we do went back a presidential fight and club. looked at <laughs> portraits of presidents, and we're like, "Could I take this guy? I don't know." Yeah, no yeah. politics involved. Just does George Washington. Can George Washington beat me up? Yeah. Yes. The yes, answer is can. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, for just $1, uh, you can get in there and get access to all of our bonus episodes. And then every now and then we have a Patreon picks poll every few months or so. And then you can, like, vote on 
different movies that we can cover that will eventually become an actual episode that patrons get early access to. There's a lot of good stuff on the Patreon. Yep. It's $1 gets you entry to all that stuff. And of course, if you can't afford the $1, we understand. We all know about inflation and how that works. We would love, though, if you do want to help us out, uh, leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. You know, if you see us on socials, make a comment, give us a like, give us a share. Yeah. Tell your friends. Yeah. yeah the your biggest dog, thing is to share cat. it with somebody you know. Yeah. Le- write it on a piece of paper and leave it under somebody's windshield. We, Check out Spoiler Intended <laughs> Podcast. That, that person who parked well. They're yeah. a man of culture. Leave them a yes. note. <laughs> no bad parkers. <laughs> we would greatly appreciate it. And yeah. on that note, that sounds like all the time we have this week. So until next time. I'm Andrew. I'm, I'm Ryan. S- I'm Steven. <laughs> <laughs> you, you paused. You paused. Yeah, I, he looked at me. I'm Andrew. <laughs> I'm Ryan. I'm Steven. And every spoiler was intended. gonna work on that patience it's a virtue there is no patience here only zool, zool. only <laughs> zool <laughs>